Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hagan. I'm working at- an Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on The Chuck and Julie Show. Hey, hello, everybody. Julie Hayden here. Julie Hayden, Chuck Bonniewell with the Chuck and Julie Grassroots Show. The truth straight up. Chuck is making his way in. He's been, as Leo pointed out, in hair and makeup. I'm just coming down from hair and makeup. You look great, Chuck. Thank you. Um, Thank you. The show brought to you by Mountain West Wellness, Advanced Acupuncture, and Chinese resuming Chinese medicine. Um, So all kinds of stuff to talk about today. Obviously, the Iowa caucuses. Um, we've got weird news out of the FAA, Jerry Nadler, um, supports slavery and replacement theory all in one soundbite. It was the whole thing was there. And then there's a horrible bill coming up in the legislature. Um, one of many. One, well, yeah, good point. If you want to call in today, 888-627-6008, 888-627-6008. And plenty of time if you want to make your comments over here. If for those of you on Zoom over here, yeah, I'm sorry, um, we're happy to read those as well. So the big news today, though, um, and some rhinos do not like it, but the Colorado Republican Party Central Committee, yes. which is made up of roughly 400 people. 400 plus, yeah. 400, yeah. Um, last night had a meeting and voted to endorse Donald Trump as the candidate in Colorado. You were one of the voting members. I was a voting Take member. it away. All right. So there were two ones. One group of people that said our bylaws didn't allow us to break uh, re-election neutrality in a primary, although that was questionable. Uh, there's a 2011 resolution that appeared to allow it. I was I was not one who signed on the petition to get this before the Central Committee, um, nor was I uh, a big advocate of it. Uh, but I ch- all that changed when right. Colorado Supreme Court said we couldn't even vote for Trump. Right. No voting for Trump. No, we got to We have to save our democracy by denying you the right to vote. Um, the candidate of your choice. A candidate of your choice. You can vote for their candidate of your choice, but... Yeah, <laughs> you can vote for for Krista Kafer's candidate. Krista uh-huh. Kafer's candidate. Uh-huh. Um, it goes Nikki Haley for Krista Kafer. So I proposed a resolution that I submitted to Dave. He, he declined to use it, which is okay. Um, I think it would have gotten us more votes at the end, and he acknowledges that, but we had to get it done what was important. Important thing was support Trump. 6535, and that roughly reflects the state's Republican Party. I mean, we're a pretty rhino. Well, I mean, but I think the good news is there's 65% were for Trump, yeah, yeah. right? And I think it does represent it. I think it represents a shift. I think that a, a couple of um, Colorado Republican Party leaders ago, it, it, it wouldn't have even been allowed, right? No, no it would not have been allowed. And I think you hit on a couple of really good points because this resolution has been kind of, you know, in the rumblings and on chat groups and Facebook page for a while now. And uh, it started, like you said, before the Supreme Court, the Colorado Supreme Court um, took Trump off the ballot. And I think at that point, people became outraged and yeah. said, and, and, and I'm just going to say thank and you. And it would be only if the Supreme Court does not overrule the Colorado. This is your only chance to show uh, whether you're for Trump or against Trump. Right. Um, and because you won't get another chance either in the general 
or in the primary. Uh, Dave is, um, yeah, Dave is working on Dave a caucus. To, but they'll stop him. Oh, they'll stop him. It'll be, it'll be a long. Dumping on the table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's an earthquake here. I need a Khrushchev. Uh-huh. Um, but I think, but I, so I think that's important. And I also think that I, I, you know, typical, sometimes certain establishment Republicans want to argue about the bylaws. And I'm just going to say, stop it. You know what I mean? Just stop it. It's like, do you think when the Democrats, when Mark Elias and the law for people are like, okay, we're going to file all these lawsuits and get Trump off the ballot for no reason. We're going to lie about January 6th. We're going to lie. We're going to lie in the FISA court. Do you think anyone in any of those organizations said, you know, our bylaws bylaws don't allow that. Can you see the Democrats saying, Oh, I'm sorry. I know we hate Trump, but our bylaws say we can't do that. No, you know, so Republicans got to knock that nonsense off. It's like we have to be I mean, the country is at stake here. Right. I mean, we can't be the party that watches the country go down the tube and say, well, at least we followed the bylaws. I mean, well, there's there's about 30 percent, I would say maybe a little less than that are just full on rhinos. You have two rhino counties uh, that are in normal Republican areas and one is mesa county they're just full rhino they're terrible uh, yeah. mesa county 14 of peters worst. 14 of peter dan rubenstein all those people and the other ones well the women of well barbara kirkmeyer rhino ne- central rhino central now there are a couple that are in the metro area denver although they voted generally for it arapaho county which is susan Steyerwald, whoever Steyer, Suzanne Steyer. Steyer, whoever his successes are. Those are those are full rhino. Now, not all the people are rhino. I mean, not all the members of the central committee. Yeah, not all the members. And Mason, Weld, you know, they're they they're full they're full Democrats. Um and and in Rappo, Jefferson has been taken over by uh the Trumpsters, although the chair is become waffled um, um but uh it's, but, it's it, but, it, but but i think it is important and i know like you know that some of the usual anschutz world media outlets are saying oh we're you know the colorado republicans i mean dick wadams is freaking out right go figure um and and saying they're violating their neutrality okay let's just look at the reality i i have a, i imagine that dave would not have done this if there were several candidates all of whom were polling roughly equal Right. But you've got Trump. Well, polling. once again, you have to understand what this does. Nothing. It just shows a sentiment. It's an endorsement like anybody else's endorsement. Come the primary, you can vote any way you want. I mean, right. you probably hopefully you'll get to vote for Trump or not. But anyway, this doesn't make any difference. Um, I think the people who have guaranteed to come to Colorado for that, or at least be on the ballot, are Trump, Ramaswamy, uh, Nikki Haley, DeSantis. And, and DeSantis. I mean, all that could change, of course, after the Iowa caucuses. But, well, but I think they paid the money, though. You know, they were quoting, and I absolutely agree with this, both Vera Ortegon, who is the RNC committee woman, who is pretty establishment, uh-huh. um, and Randy Corcoran, who is completely, but he's the RNC committee man. Um, and both of them said, Randy pointed out, and I agree with this. He's like, we need to, the Republican Party and the RNC is trying to undermine Trump, I think, every oh, yeah. step of the uh, way, absolutely. right? Ronald McDaniel and company. Um, but they, they need to knock it off. Trump is by far the leading candidate. Um, he is by far, I think, going to be the candidate. And all of this time and energy and effort allows the Democrats to kind of, as Dick Wadhams does, portrays the party as being in disarray. The party's not in disarray. The party is firmly united against Trump. 
face or for Trump rather. Well, it's but but here's Trump. the good part about it. I, I have nothing against primaries, and I don't like how the Democrats try to ensure that nobody else runs. You get by and large Republican message going out all the time. Now it's not the same, and there's some yeah. the neocon. Here's the war, Ukraine. We love you stuff but but by and large the message because that democrats is none the only message they get out is joe biden and that's a poor message carrier right but i, I think all like 75 percent of the people think that he's not mentally capable of doing the job well who does think he's well, mentally that, capable so of God, we'll get to this later he can work for the faa though he'll be able yes, to work he's yes. going to be a diversity and equity yeah, hire uh-huh, uh-huh. for the faa he's going to be flying your cognitive disability that's joe <laughs> and that's joe and he's first in line <laughs> he's gonna be and it shouldn't have any ageism either no i mean he's a young 81 or at least he's 81 he'd be great in the plane um this is from sandra i think the people that don't like trump have something or things to hide i want to know what that is so we can get rid of them well i think it, it's money sandra the people who don't like trump are the people who are making money out of the current system like your mitch mcconnell's right, right. he's right. making as much money as nancy pelosi and they all are, Nancy Pelosi makes a lot. Yeah, and they're all at the trough, and, and Trump disrupts all of that, right? right. Um, the folks who are meeting, the Davos folks are meeting World Economic Forum this week. They don't like Trump. What's Zelensky there? Yeah, Zelensky. Back the war. <laughs> so they love the war. Exactly. I mean, they don't like him because, he, you know, he upsets, again, their ability to make money. The Koch brothers don't like Trump. There because, is only one, but... <laughs> right, okay. But they, the, when the, other one, the other one was there, they didn't like him. But these people are all making money. It comes down to money has nothing to do with philosophy. So I think it's great that the Republican Party did this. And um, and even Vera said, yeah, basically, Trump is going to be the candidate. We like Trump. We need Trump back in the White House. Why would we not want to show our support as a party as opposed to saying, well, the bylaws say now, Dave says we'll remain neutral in all the other primaries where there is a battle. And we won't spend any money for Trump. It's just it's just a way of our kind of giving the finger to the Colorado Supreme Court saying, no, right. we have a democracy. You're anti-democratic. You're all democratic appointed people. And no, we're not going to just lie Lyle. And say, oh, well, I guess the Supreme Court said we can't vote. Well, for there you go. Educated lawyers showed us. I guess we'll vote for Biden then. We might as well. Well, well, yeah. Yeah, no, and I think it's great. Now, now here's the question. Will it bring, okay, so let me back up. If you're Donald Trump, I mean, he, you know, we already had on the show, Dave told us Trump called him, right? And said, thank you, Dave. You're doing a great job. He, called him. he not only called him, but he didn't have, you know, some flunky, you know, the president is waiting right. on the line for you. Just go, oh, this is Donald Trump. You go, like, is this a pimp? Yeah. Um, but but to thank Dave for getting Colorado the Republican Party filing the lawsuit and inter- you know to keep yeah, Trump right. on the ballot and then appealing to the Supreme Court. Um, so hopefully I, Trump will come here. Do you think during the campaign? I don't know, but I think there's a better chance now. I think Dave has a little more in his quiver to be able to, hey, come on in. I mean. Right, right. I would hope because one of the reasons, and I think one of the, one of you guys, one of the listeners mentioned this, if Trump does come here, you know, it's going to be a massive crowd like he always has. And that will shut up, at least for the day, all of the establishment rhinos who say nobody in Colorado likes Trump. I mean. Dick Wattams is always saying, everybody hates Trump. Again, he said Donald Trump lost to Joe Biden by 14 points. Um, And it's like, okay, but that I get that there's a Democrat majority in the unaffiliated lean Democrat, and we won't even go into the whole election rigging thing. But well, uh, well Dick is never, never the brightest um, guy. 
You know, I said 800,000 people moved into Colorado and that changed Colorado. No dicky do, no dicky do. They came up with all male balloting and ballot harvesting. The 800,000 were a lot of refugees from other places <laughs> that hate California, <laughs> but you don't know how to run an election anymore. You're a dinosaur. <laughs> so and this is also from Sandra. True. How can politicians be millionaires? Good point. I think with some of them, it's they more, all are. It's more than money. Look at the sex with the staffer in the White House. Truly think there is more than just there's sex. Oh. Yeah, let's, let's go sex. Too. Well, and we'll talk more about that. And some of the bills, Sandra, that are coming up in the Colorado legislature, um, it is disturbing. And and I think you're right. There's uh, you know, there's a there's a reason that none of the Epstein people, if they were Donald Trump were really actually on the Jeffrey Epstein thing, that would have come out, right? There's there's a reason somebody was abusing those girls, right? I mean abusing those wonderful women, those but, wonderful innocent girls. Well, yes, the girls were but but I mean still it was illegal. And it's you know, as we said before, Ghislaine Maxwell is in prison. Um, but none of the men are in prison. And I'm gonna bet I'm gonna bet that there are a ton of well we talked about this last week when Politico had the thing. Why are the right conspiracy theorists theorists obsessed with sex rings? And then somebody said translation. That means that there is a lot more of that going on than we know, and important Democrats are in. Oh, we got Jacob raising his hand. Come on on, Jacob. Hey Jacob. Good Monday. Good, Good Monday. Monday. Two things. Uh one, I just realized that one Koch brother is composing all these rules and regulations for the Republican Party, and the other oh. brother is decomposing. Oh! oh. <laughs> Jacob! Jacob! <laughs> Me too. You're going to get you a... Okay, second thing. Did I hear Did I hear correctly that the uh, governor of Colorado wants to cut the income tax, state income tax rate? For himself. You know, oh, I okay. don't... Yeah, I think... He's always wanted to cut tax rates for himself. He's always saying, I tell you what, I'll cut it by one hundredth of one percent for everybody who's got a net worth above twenty-five million. Okay. Uh, and at the same time, we'll take away all your Tabor refunds. There you go. <laughs> no, there no, there you said, go, he, everybody. He, what he said to say the, what he said in the say the state speech was, uh, "Let's go ahead and cut the the income tax rate since we can't keep the money anyway." That's yeah, what that's he said. right. So. You know, I don't know. I I guess I would doubt anything that Jared Pola says. Um, he's, he's always said he wants to cut rates. But then again, what he really wants to do is on the back end, you know, cut it for the high earning, highest people like himself Julian and Chiefs. take it from everybody else. Yeah. Know? So we'll keep an eye on that, though, and see. I'm right. so I, libertarian. I know Republicans what are pushing lib- that. Libertarian. Yeah. And the, um, and the third thing, real quickly, was uh, I got my renewal from my auto insurance uh, last mm-hmm. week, my home insurance, and my auto insurance went sky high. And I called my I, – I changed, I changed um, companies. I'm not going to say who to and who from, but anyway, you should. one Why guy said you? to me – he said to me quietly, he goes, the reason the rates are going up in Colorado is because we're allowing the uh, immigrants to get driver's licenses. Oh, that doesn't ah, necessarily another mean, bonus. That doesn't necessarily, yeah, that doesn't necessarily another mean bonus to the insurance. insurance companies, though. See, That's it's right. helping the economy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. an
All right, thanks, Jacob. Okay, good. Okay, we'll look at ours. Ours went up as well. Ours, it always, I, I thought everything always goes up. Um, this is from Leo. He's now known as the Coke Bro. <laughs> there we go. Well, so that's good anyway for Colorado. I think it, it says a lot of things. One, it does endorse Trump, which is important. Two, it smacks down the the silly bylaws that we have to. You know, we have I to. I think they're silly, but well, no, but, but the silliness of going down with the ship, right, but right. saying we're, we're sinking here. But by God, we're following the bylaws. Well, the Democrats, you know. Yeah, slaughter us. Um, and um, hopefully it'll bring Trump here. Okay, yeah. you know, and I think it also, as I said, shows the sixty-five thirty-five is an important statistic. I mean, that shows a significant, uh, you know, graduation. almost two-thirds of yeah, grassroots. Exactly. So let's talk a little bit about Iowa. Um, it's uh, the mainstream media. You notice is now saying if Trump doesn't win by a hundred forty percent, it's a it's a it's a loss. Nikki Haley landslide. Yeah, and, I mean they move the goalposts, right? So Trump is pulling ahead. I've been reading things. This is what's encouraging to me, saying that Trump um, is not taking anything for granted, right? No, he's not. He said, I don't care how sick you are. I don't care if you're in a death, but get over to the caucus. <laughs> if you you know vote for me and die, well, you've died for a good cause. I like that. Um, well, I like that. But I mean, he's, he's saying he's got a ground team out there. Uh, Trump totally understands what they can do, number one, to ballot counting. Number two, you know, don't trust the polls. I think if you're Trump right now, you just you don't trust anything. Well, Cruz and stole so- it last time, I think. Um I, you know, I don't remember. Sure but, it, well, but but anyway, I think so. Trump is the Trump people are there in force, which is good because to me that says the Trump people totally understand that ground game is important, and you got to and you got to be there keeping. I, I mean, Harmeet Dillon was tweeting they had um, legal teams there too. The right. same ones that were in Arizona. Well, yeah, hopefully, different, hopefully better ones. <laughs> well, at least they're there. I think the ones. Well, they were there in Arizona, <laughs> just sitting there. On their bill. Okay, that was illegal. We'll go to court. But it's it's interesting that the corporate media keeps pushing Nikki Haley. Nikki um, Haley, the nictor-dictor. Right. And she, I mean, and then like she could be Trump's vice president. I don't think so. But it was interesting. Um, a big donor, Andy Sabin, was on Neil Cavuto. And he said the quiet part Allowed. out loud, which is funny. So, Thomas, if we could play the Nikki supporter soundbite. So the money train is still flowing and going. Um, are you worried, though? Thank you, Neil, for having me, and Happy New Year. I didn't uh, We actually have a large um, fundraiser on the 30th of January at a major apartment in uh, New York City where we're raising a tremendous amount of money. Believe it or not, a number of it coming from uh, Democrats. Yeah. Like, no to Andy Saban. It's not actually a good idea to say that a lot of Nikki Haley's money is coming from Democrats. Who won't, won't be supporting her should you get the nomination. Should get the nomination. No, it's, I mean, granted, if you're her, take the money and run. But I think it's her supporters coming, obviously, from coastal elites, right? Um, a big, unnamed thing. Um, normally, the way those kind of fundraisers work is you have to give them money up front before you can even go. Pledge Although I don't pledge. at least pledge it, right? So I think she's got the money there. Um, but but again, it's coming from Democrats. So if you're a Republican and somebody tells you, well, the Democrats are funding Nikki Haley. Because they love her. Because they, I mean, that's just a, it's also a meddling. New York Democrats love North yeah. Carolina and Nikki Haley. That's oh, right. Right. And they're giving her a ton of money. Um, because they believe 
in the Ukraine war also. That's right. And, and whatever. Well, we've got the war. The Hooties shot down the a Hooties. cargo ship today, too. So they sh- Did they shoot it down or, or they, they just hit it? They hit. Well, they hit it. I guess it was the a Hooties cargo ship. The still haven't so. killed anybody, but that doesn't matter. Well, we, but we, our, we finished a few of them off. Our airstrikes, so they're still shooting at cargo ships. Yeah, but how dare they? How dare thought, they? Your thought on, I think... Um, anything can happen, as we know, in in elections, um, fair or unfair. Um, I think Trump is probably going to walk away. And and obviously, this will all be moot here in a couple of days. Although, when do we know? Do they, did I? The Democrat, Iowa took six, I don't know, six or seven days and the Democratic one to figure it out. I'm not sure. I'm sure the Republicans will try to do a little better than that. Right. Well, yeah, there's a lot riding on it. I think DeSantis, is he done if he finishes? No! Off to New Hampshire. That's right. Off to New Hampshire. Where they're also telling people to vote for Nikki Haley. Everybody. She's from South Carolina. They love her. All the things, great things she did, like give away everything to the Chinese when she was the governor. They love that. That's they right. They love That's the right. Chinese. And then this is from Sandra. I absolutely agree, Julie. She's also probably being backed by China. Yeah, don't forget a South Carolina governor. She invited businesses from China to open businesses there. Yep. From Leo, Chris Sununu was on Fox today supporting Haley. There's a great endorsement. And from Jim, question, is there a good place to look to try to understand where all the money comes from? I thought there were limits. Well, Jim, that's why you have, yeah, yeah, that's why you have secret packs, right? Um, There are limits to To the candidate herself, but she'll have a a independent expenditure committee where unlimited funds can be gone. And dark money. So normally, normally I would say you could go to Tracer. For local candidates, it's just Tracer.com. If you just Google Tracer, uh, you know, um, uh, election campaign money kind of thing, it'll come up. Um, and you just search the candidate or search the group. But even in Colorado, you'll look, say, for whatever, right? Nikki Haley, right? And what comes up is, well, maybe not Nikki Haley, but a, a local candidate. And it'll say Coloradans who love America. Well, and then you click on that and it says you have no idea who Coloradans who love America are, right? And they're probably communists or something, right? I Always. mean, the, the, the name of the group has nothing to do with what the group actually does. So it is almost impossible to track. Well, here's somebody. what I think about the Iowa deal. Now, one of my favorite pollsters, my, my favorite pollster is Ann Seltzer. She was originally uh, from Iowa, did the a register call poll, and now she's gone national. But she is by far the best year after year after year after year after year. Um, and so she said, hey, looking at this, um, said the poll show Nikki Haley really starting to rise. She said, I really question that. He said, last time Trump was way ahead in the polls, but the Cruz people were much more um, enthusiastic. And you have to be enthusiastic to, to get people to go out, out in the winter. It's cold. And she said, when if you look underneath those things, how many people are enthusiastic about Nikki Haley? Oh. And it was, you know, either mildly or not at all. Right. Um, and so I don't think she'll do well. I think Ron DeSantis may beat her. I think so. Um, and uh, how Trump will do, uh, you know, somewhere in the mid 40s. High 40s, uh, and they'll say it's a loss. <laughs> yeah, Nikki Haley won in third well, place. I was reading a thing that said some of the people polled, and again, polls are what they are, but said if they didn't vote for Nikki Haley, they would vote for vote for Joe Biden. So yes. that too tells you a lot. That's why all the Democrats are. Um, I, I had I this this is I'm the litigation committee for the I'm vice chair, the litigation committee of the Republican Party, and one of the people. No, no, oh. I'm the chairman oh, the of that. Party. This right. is this is for the litigation. One of the guys 
sister-in-law's Ann Seltzer. I go, Whoa, are you cool or what? Are you cool or what? Did they have, did, could you get any insights on the polls? Uh, total, but I can't share them. You can't share them. So anyway, I think it's going to be, you know, and again, hopefully they'll have the results out quick with Iowa. My guess is Trump will do well. I think you could be right. I think Ron DeSantis could do better than Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. And that would just freak out. Nikki Haley world. Democratic donors. Right, right. What do you mean a disgusting Florida governor? And Vivek Ramaswamy, he, although Ramaswamy was noting unfairly, some of the networks had, things where they were asking people questions and you know, exit uh, and, stuff, and they didn't have his name on it. So it's well, like, that, that would hurt you. <laughs> that'll hurt your reporting things. Um, he and Trump seemed to, excuse me, seem to have gotten into a bit of a tussle. A tussle. Um, but I think Trump is smart on this. It's like, Hey, you know, don't be fooled by Vivek Ramaswamy. Don't think, okay, Trump is so great. I don't want Nikki Haley to win. So I'm going to go out there and vote for, for Vivek. Right. I think uh, that I think was Trump's message. Right. It's like Vivek Ramaswamy is not well, me. He's not me. Well, he's so. done a great, he, Vivek Ramaswamy has the greatest job of, of selling the Trump message to the hostile media. I mean, he just kills them, right. which doesn't mean he's not a little tricky, but right. at least he's, He's better than Nikki Haley. That's right. And this from Sandra, I hope both Ron DeSantis and Vivek Ramaswamy beat her. I do too. You know, there's something about her. She's kind of Kamala Harris-like in that there's something just kind of also just un- unlikable about her. Yeah. You know, she does. In a very nice way. There's something unbelievable. Right. She says, you know, I have to get different people in different states. And you're sure she doesn't. That <laughs> yeah. accent comes out when she's in South Carolina. New like Hampshire. <laughs> she's got that skis. Sweater on, and that's great. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so anyway, so we'll obviously on Wednesday be talking a lot more about that. Wanted to talk though some more. Um, this was has news coming out today. Um, there's been a lot um, lately. You, anytime you go to a, news sites like the Daily Mail or places like that that are kind of gossipy, all you not all you see, but some of the always daily there are stories about people freaking out on airlines right Mm -hmm. um i mean flying anymore has become a weird experience i think and the lines are long and they had you know weather delays etc etc but you'll be glad to know that the faa um on its website and you said this has actually been there for a while right i was was kidding oh okay no so the faa has new in 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 spirit spirit. well and we had a door fall off or a a window that they replaced a window with a door or something in alaska airlines at you know, the door flew off and, you know, mid-flight. So that's always bad when that happens on the plane. Um, and you have people like, there was one, some guy is like rushing the cockpit because they were sitting in the tarmac for 17 minutes. And he's like, take off, take off. But at any rate, so the FAA is now actively recruiting workers with, get this, this is a quote, I'm not making this up, severe intellectual disabilities and psychiatric problems and other mental and physical conditions under the diversity and equity hiring procedures. And I said, that's always been a case for federal workers i mean you know the, the severe cognitive disability is always good on a on a on an application oh yeah i mean so what you want is you're going to have a retarded suicidal person yeah. you know running the air running flying your plane being, being a, what could go wrong with that we've got this is a funny sound by steve gruber with real american voice kind of talk i mean you could see he's just like what um if we could please play the uh, faa sound by thomas do you want a nutball flying your jet? Do you want to make sure that we have DEI checked off nicely on the on the list before you get on your plane? Do you want to make sure that the person flying your plane was a diversity hire, or do you want the best pilot? That's 
It's come on. You want a diversity hire or do you want the best person? Really? Uh, because that's remarkable. The Federal Aviation Administration actively recruiting workers who suffer severe intellectual disabilities. Are they saying we're hiring dumb people? Well, what's a severe intellectual disability? Um, think about it. Psychiatric problems, other mental and physical conditions under a diversity and inclusion hiring initiative spelled out on the agency's website. Targeted disabilities are those disabilities that the federal government, as a matter of policy, has identified for special emphasis in recruitment and hiring. They include hearing, vision, missing extremities, partial paralysis, complete paralysis, epilepsy, severe intellectual disability, psychiatric disability, dwarfism. I don't care about that, you know, but severe intellectual disability. These are the folks who were giving the, um, the ability to, 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 to work at the Federal Aviation Administration. Do you, want, do you want your air traffic controller to have a severe intellectual disability when the pilot's calling for help? I, I, I'm not really wanting that, no. Oh, but that would be helpful. Did you see, this was again in the Daily Mail, there was, um, this was a big thing. So some pilot was, there were some questions and issues coming up at the landing. So the air traffic controller said she Googled it and she was telling him what to do. And the pilot's like, no, no, that's not what you do. And she goes, I Googled this. I mean, literally <laughs> she said, I Googled it. So number one, you've got your air traffic controller. What she, Shouldn't she on her screen be paying attention to the planes and things like that? Instead, she's like, Googling Siri, find out about, I mean, give me a break. It's well, this, this whole Boeing thing is, is not really an accident. Um, as one article pointed out back, oh, decade, more than a decade ago, um, Boeing acquired McDonnell Douglas. Uh, but it was one of those things where really McDonnell Douglas's corporate culture took over from Boeing. Boeing was just super engineering. Everything was engineered to the finest T, all engineers in charge of things. McDonnell Douglas guys were profit guys. So they said, no, we're going to run this like a business. We're not going to have these stupid engineers. So one of the things that happened, all the, you know, the faulty, uh, there was a, a faulty system that, that had one sensor that didn't work. Did it have a backup sensor? No, because they were, that'll cost too much money. How often does this sensor break? Not very often. And if it does, well, okay. We have insurance. Yeah, we have insurance. And, and hopefully the people on the plane have insurance. <laughs> um, so it, it all worked out. So, you know, the Maxi, the Avenue, which is a replacement for the 737, is falling apart all the time. It's always... Well, they it, grounded them, I think, haven't they? Yeah, they grounded them. Uh, and, and, and Boeing found out that it was easier to subcontract everything and just do the assembly themselves. And of course, the subcontractors depend on other subcontractors and all who the way down China. who depend on China. And so, you know, what they make isn't too good. Um, in addition, it hasn't helped their bottom line either. So they've managed to blow both. But thank God Boeing does have its own very strong, recently adopted DEA standards, um, DEI standards. Um, so, so, you know, you're going to get a lot of great, a lot of great people there at Boeing and at the FFA. Um, and of course, FAA. United FAA. <laughs> I have a cognitive disability. Leave me That's alone. Right. Gonna, I'm hireable by the FAA. Chuck is going to get a job. Well, so, I mean, and there are certain disabilities. I just think a blind person who's totally paralyzed would not make a great pilot. I, I'm, but, but would be a very good 
uh, air traffic controller. Air traffic controller, baggage handle. I guess those are private contractors. But yeah, I, I mean, it's just ridiculous. And what is a severe intellectual disability? It's called being retarded. Well, or it could intellectually be. challenged. Yeah. Well, well, that's not even. This is the above and beyond challenge. This is disabled. How are you intellectually just? Dis- I mean, is that dead? Mm-hmm. I mean, that I think death could be a severe. They they should really rewrite that. There should be challenge. Not yeah, that's right. And, a, and somebody with psychiatric problems. Again, I'm sorry, depending on the nature. Now, if somebody's slightly depressed because they, you know, I don't know, broke up with their boyfriend. Okay, that's one thing. But if somebody is full-blown psychotic or sociopathic who thinks it might be fun to kill a whole plane load of people or, or who Excellent is extremely hire. suicidal. Um, again, these are not people. You want to hire. You want Those to find people are not hired generally in america and it's a tragedy it's a tragedy um um oh, but we get some comments here oh charlene is like i'm listening to classical music to calm me down while listening to us that's <laughs> well i mean there, again you know diversity and equity is one thing but but i, I what do you mean diversity and equity is well, one I thing gonna say, i mean but to say well, oh it's one thing but, but to go through this whole list that's of people, what diversity and equity is but to go that's the ei all right you both they spelled it out for you intellectually challenged people <laughs> right. i have severe intellectual disability i didn't i mean I jesus just, christ but, what, well, what, what do i have to do to you people let me finish i thought before that it just meant you know transgender people and people of what color blah, blah, blah. i know now it turns out that that we diversity and equity includes people with severe intellectual disabilities of psychiatric problems of course. complete paralysis well and, you don't and and dwarfism it's like what well and dwarfism, dwarfism. Uh, i mean it's like you I'm should hire four. those guys i like I mean, well, yeah you're almost a dwarf mind, they could fly the plane at least i mean again i you guess if, get up and cut if they had severe intellectual and psychiatric problems but but they they you know the airline industry i remember years ago and there was a case where it was flying um to a aloha air flying to hawaii and like the top of the plane came off. That was bad. That was was, and so, yeah, so they, they landed. And actually, I think it was miraculous. I, I mean, for the most part, I I don't you even, guess. was that it? It was very, very few. Not too, many. Not too many. But in doing the story and all the lawsuits came out, one of the things that one of the plaintiff's lawyers was explaining is, back to what you said, is that the airlines, it's a cost um, analysis benefit. kind of Cost situation, benefit. right? Cost, uh, and and the airlines do have insurance, and that literally that is something they figure, mm-hmm. right? It's like okay, well, it would cost us this much, but if the plane crashes and everyone died, like our insurance would. I, I mean, like literally, that is something that gets factored into it. So I'm sure they're like, well, we we sure don't want to be sued by somebody with severe intellectual disabilities. Then that's also think, what is this going to do to the work environment? Let's say. That you are a stewardess, right? Or flight attendant, sorry. A flight and attendant. No, and then you're you're War flight attendant. You're just that regular. would be fun. And, and, and you're and you're regular, you know, you're just a normal person out there trying to do your job, earn a living, right? And so you get a pilot with severe intellectual disabilities and psychiatric problems. I mean, what does that do to the announcement? Do you know what I mean? It's like, we'd like to warn you. Well, no, don't let him talk. You won't be hearing from our pilot because he's he's got severe really? psychiatric problems. Well, well, that's even. Or, or conversely, you're the pilot and you have a crew full of flight attendants who have severe psychiatric problems. I, mean, I don't mean to laugh, but I mean, I've been on flights where I think that that actually has been the case. Well, it's clearly been hard. <laughs> 
those people for quite some period um, exactly. of time. This is nothing new. They've just put it down in writing yeah. this time. And now we're going to have complete. What about what do you do with a completely paralyzed flight attendant? I mean, how do you get make reasonable accommodations, Julie? It's like you make reasonable accommodations. They're charging everything anyway. Let's see. Um, Oh, yeah, from Thomas. I can't wait for the schizophrenia pilot to be it. What about a bipolar pilot, right? It's well, like we're landing. High, no, we're not. We're landing. No, we're not. We're circling. From Charlene, yes, I'm serious, and don't call me Shirley. From Sandra, look who Biden hired as a government employee over nuclear waste. Exactly. Samuel Look Britton. who they hired to head the FAV. Pete. But boy, Buttigieg. That's right. Samuel Britton, who stole luggage. Good Lord, this administration is nuts. From Charlene, the Fred are breaking, the feds are breaking markets, the housing markets, and now the airline industry. Well, again, you know, they want us all to stay home in our high density, no grass, um, enclosed um, little community. Well, you can't, right? you can't Where- say the feds aren't there. Federal workers aren't coming in. They're not leaving the house these days. 50% stay home all day while working hard. For you. Right. I mean, they want to shut us all down. I mean, you got to wonder. Well, if they're shutting themselves down. If, if, well, because then they'll take over. We'll, we'll need them to take over. But well, they won't be able to move because they're paralyzed, but it's it's okay. But, but I want to point something out, though. So okay. there was, and this Chuck found this, a soundbite with um, Scott Kirby, who is the um, relatively new CEO of United Airlines. He is also a drag queen in his spare time. If you can go, yes. lives it together. Many, and many, many CEOs. Are drag queens. But I mean, most of, in fact, I would say a vast majority of CEOs these days are drag queens. Well, it's helpful. It looks better on your resume if you put drag he, queen. He can, he, well, he, he also can be a flight attendant. Drag queen with severe intellectual disability and a psychiatric problem. There you go. <laughs> That's you him. Go, That's well, you move to the top. But it's interesting because you don't actually move to the top. I'm going to play. You and, do move to the top. No, listen. Claudine Gay. Okay, no, but in, in the airline industry, listen to this. Well, I know, sound. but Claudine Gay. Yes, she did. But my, oh, she. I want, but I want to point out when you listen to this soundbite, because the the person doing the interview kind of nails him on how many people with severe intellectual disabilities and psychiatric problems are actually on in in the the C suite, which is the corporate suites of United Airlines. If we could please play the United CEO soundbite. We have committed that 50% of the class of, of the classes will be women or people of color. Uh, today, only 19% of our pilots at United Airlines are women or people of color. And by the way, from all the data I've seen, that's the highest of any airline in the country. White males don't just dominate in the cockpits, also in the C-suite at United Airlines. Well, look, at United, I'm proud of the diversity that we actually have in our, our C-suite. I think if you look around corporate America. Correct me if I'm saying that. So I, this is just based off your website, the people you list as executives. But out of 11 people, three are women. I believe one is a person of color. Um, that's correct. Um, but, you know, in corporate America, I think, you know. That's a low bar. How do you yeah. raise your own bar? Well, a lot of this is, you know, focusing on it. We have uh, programs to, one of the things we do is for every job when we do an interview, we require women and people of color to be involved in in the interview process, bringing people in early in their careers um, as well uh, and giving them those opportunities uh, and creating a stronger bench. So notice what that, to me- I hate this freeze frame. We're all saying freezes 
Now I got my eyes closed. Walking it out. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's that's the editor problem. But but if you notice in that soundbite, what's interesting is so 50% of the pilots are going to be diversity hires, but in the actual corporate suites, it's all a bunch of white guys who know how to make money. Oh well. You don't want to, you don't want to interfere with our money making ability. There are no severe intellectual disability people. Well, maybe, but I mean these are people who know how to make money, so they're willing to risk our lives. But when it comes to risking their stock option or their bottom line you know there's just well you just might go you, to those trustworthy no, white you guys you might think joining a company like that you know where 50 percent of the people are diversity hires and you go well i only have to compete against the other 50 percent. but rest assured it's just not hiring it's promotion all of a sudden you go in and they say ah, okay chuck you, you, you've done a great job and you're working your ass off and you've made us a lot of money and all that but Bob over here is not only a dwarf, but he's a transgender and he's intellectually challenged and will be accused of just hiring but not promoting people over jerks like you. So thanks for coming in and interviewing, but uh, keep the hard work up. But I do think, no, you're right there, but I also think... And that's where Claudine Gay comes in. I mean, also the hire is a thing, and she's the yeah, head but, of a arts and faculty, and then off, off to the presidency. But can you go to a company like United, which is a for-profit company? And, Not really. And they're like, well, okay, I disagree. I just think it's interesting that he's willing to say, oh, yeah, for the pilots flying our airplanes, the main thing we consider anymore is diversity and equity. But for the guys who are helping us actually make the money that affects me, again, we're going to our steady reliable white guys who know how to make money then. wrong wrong well, because, because that, I, well, I know but the board members are not guys who make you money the board guys that sit around getting stock options um for the for the board you know they'll soon have on that guy the next board member will be a dwarf a, a guarantee drag queen dwarf. a drag queen um, dwarf well and from jim not a single mention of ability experience or accomplishment no absolutely not you bigot and that um it's gonna <laughs> Probably change. I, I, I think Nothing at a certain point, lawsuits would change that. No, I, I don't know. You got to be kidding me. You don't think so when planes crash and things like that? Well, that happens. Yeah. You know, planes go up, planes come down. Yeah. The DEI continues forever. <laughs> the drag force. Oh, that's <laughs> the drag force. Is that the next generation of the Power Rangers? There you go. <laughs> that is going to be it. One other thing, too, that's interesting. A lot of stuff going on this week. Jerry Nadler. Jerry Nadler. Jerry Nadler said, said the quiet part out loud. He was talking about immigration and why the Democrats have um, completely unlimited illegal immigration. And, and, and basically, he kind of wraps slavery and the replacement theory all into all one, one big good ball. One big little soundbite. If we could please play the Jerry Nadler soundbite. And we need immigrants in this country. Forget the fact that the farm that our, our our vegetables would rot in the ground if it weren't if they weren't being picked by many immigrants many illegal immigrants the fact is that the birth rate in this country is way below replacement level which means our population is going to start shrinking and the ratio of people on social security and medicare is going to increase relative to the number of people supporting them so so wait so basically he's saying uh, 
basically he's saying that okay we need illegal immigrants to pick our vegetables right and pay for social security and, well and then replace us yeah, you yeah, know yeah. it's like we're not replacing we're not procreating right. you know, none of that procreation crap out there no so, so we need the illegal immigrants um this is from charlene i went to t-mobile to get technical help there were three females with six and nails and had to beg for the it guys at the back to help me <laughs> <laughs> i never noticed before he has elf ears creepy yeah he does have elf ears but um elf ears elf ears okay. yeah yeah kind of um like spock sort of yeah. um um, or the guy in the Lord of the Rings, or the elf in the Lord of the Rings. Um, but it is interesting, though, because they attack Tucker Carlson, they attack everybody else who say, oh, we're, you know, it's about replacement theory, that's right? And then racist. he just flat out said it's replacement theory there. Right. You know, and that kind of leads me to something else. This is sort of an aside. Okay. Um, Alex Berenson has been writing a lot about the fertility rates, right? The number of people, and it's he said it's really bad in places like China, where they are not having enough children to replace them. The United Europe is the same way. The United States, not quite as bad. But there is something, and, and he says, and, and I would agree, you know, I don't know what it is, but for some, well, we've talked a little bit about it. I guess, you know, they don't make having children seem like it's very fun, but people no. do not want to have children nearly as well, much, would obviously. You? I mean, I, uh, that ad I keep on whining about, no. you know, here's the, 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 the it's mom, T-Mobile, the, the mom and the teenage daughter and even a little bit younger son come home. And the idiot dad is is like, yes, and, and they're all going, oh, God, you're a moron. Um, and you kind of go, that is an ad where, where the young man's going, that's who I want to be. I want to yeah. be the head of my own household so I can be mocked and made fun of by my wife and two <laughs> illegitimate kids. Um, well, that could be. I mean, they make it not well, it attractive. Uh, and then, but the countries that are expanding in population, again, are the people who are coming here illegally in, oh, the, yeah, in, in the Middle East, um, in Africa, in um, Central America, right? So, uh, but but I just thought that was a funny soundbite where he says, well, we need them. Never mind the fact that the vast majority of them coming in, or maybe I shouldn't say the vast majority, a significant percentage are just cartel drug dealers. Right. Never mind. Well, that. I wouldn't mind them. They're they're yeah, ambitious but... uh, people who who work hard. It's the ones that come in just to get on the dole. Um, I mean, cartel people. I mean, if they pay their fair fair taxes, and the government could take over it, like it's taken over every other illegal enterprise. Well, here's the thing: where he talks about they'll pay Social Security, but uh, yeah, again, we're not big they're, they're not working, right? I mean, and, and well, they could take child credit. Uh, then you know the child credit thing so yeah so who's going to be actually paying into social security right well so, all these white old people can just die as far as we're concerned that's right then they're going to start the duty to die Harry nadler i mean he's gonna say you know you people dead um and then let's see from jim that's right the eco quacks want to reduce the population except for them that's exactly right and charlene machines are picking crops these days amazing to watch videos of them replacing migrant labor maybe the influx of in immigrants is just to destabilize oh i think it's all of the above charlene i think they want to destabilize they want the crime they want um voter well i mean you know they you know every single one of those persons is going to have a ballot sent to some central location with their name on it, you know, and someone will fill it out. That's an interesting speech they had on by the Obama, and I'm not sure how long ago it was, but he was saying vis-a-vis uh, -vis climate change, and he's standing up in his very articulate, wonderful way, and saying, you know, there's no faster growing population than in Africa. In Africa, those people will soon want to have big houses, they'll want to have cars, they won't have air conditioning, 
And what will that do to the power grid? And 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 Scott said, well, well, no, wait a minute. The people in Africa can't have any of those things. No. Uh, but Obama, who just bought his third big house over in Maui uh, with, with with a uh, um, a seawall, which are illegal, but he got exempted because it corrodes the beaches and stuff. Uh, you know, those rules are not for not him. for us. I mean, yeah. those stupid Africans want a big house. How dare they? <laughs> and a car that will disrupt. They want a jet next. <laughs> not really. Not with a with a psychiatric problem. Intellectual. Well, they're challenge. probably intellectually incapable themselves, so it'd be good. Yeah, yeah, they could all do that. Um, thank goodness for the Second Amendment. Yeah, that from Sandra. Um, you know, and speaking of the machines picking crops, Charlene, I saw. Um, on Twitter, and this is cool. Elon Musk does a lot of cool things. They had a robot folding laundry. And the only thing I thought it was like, and I thought it would take him, you'd have to do the laundry by the time he finished folding the basket. So it's going to be a while before that happens. One other thing I want to talk about today, um, this is going on, House Bill 241039, okay, going through the Colorado legislature. This is a bill, and the Democrats are serious about this. This is on top of injection sites, which has come up again. They want to force schools to use whatever name the kid, the student, wants to use, whether it's a kid's legal name or they've changed their name or it changes, I think, literally on a daily basis, oh, right? Godzilla. Yeah. Right. So it's, and it's a whole transgender thing, right? And, and that they want to increase the penalties for school staff members if they misgender a student. Oh. So let's think about this. I mean, we have a 12 going on 13 year old son, right? If you had a bunch of 12 year old boys, or 13 year old girls who could like every day come in and change their name, right? I mean, I'm I'm Charlene. Right. Well, or, or whatever, you know, I'm whatever t- today. And the, so the, poor, the poor teacher, how do you grade that? How do you keep track of that? But even worse than that, what they want to do is set up, set up a task force that do not have Excellent. any parents on it, no, no. right? To develop policies, uh, basically to come up with helping the schools deal with kids who want to transition. And a key portion of this would be to figure out how to help these kids transition and how the schools can legally hide the information from non-supportive parents right those type of parents yeah non-supportive parents must be put into a camp put into a camp maybe made to fly planes right transition them involuntarily right and charlene who says you can't legislate morality i mean think about that they want to pass a law that basically tells but it's only a task that helps the schools come up with a policy to hide information about kids from parents now they're not parents Non-supportive, non-supportive parents. parents. That's the key phrase, and non-supportive parents. The question parents. is, well, there's so many questions here. How do you know that the parent is non-supportive if you can't talk well, to you, the parent you about can it? Tell. You, you can, can tell. Because they, they would look a little they're normal. conservative, yeah. yeah. Kind of dressed well and seem articulate. Uh-uh. And they come and they care about the kids and they show up. Care, they things. care about their homework and their assignments and they care about how the kid is doing. Uh, th- those are non-supportive parents immediately. That's right. I'm from Zondra. How do we start our own state? They have killed Denver. Well, this isn't just Denver, Zondra. This would be all over all, the place. All statewide. All statewide, right? Um, and this would be charter schools. I mean, uh, you know, again, the Democrats are trying to destroy the state. They've got it in control. So. But we have the gold standard in voting. So yeah, yeah exactly. But at least the Colorado GOP voted to endorse Trump. 
Yeah, it's something. Right, that's right. Hey, we're going to on Wednesday have James Herson on. He's a national columnist. He has a really interesting column up, kind of talking about this the changing um, in the in the media and the entertainment industry where things are kind of. I mean, first the some some facts about just how you know like the late night comedy jokes and all of that stuff was like ninety nine point nine percent anti conservative, but how it's kind of switching. So we'll have him coming up. Um, I'm going to try to get Robert Spencer to talk about the um, German farmers. Yeah, that's great. That's that's an amazing protest and total change in Germany of which. Our mainstream mirror uh, media is covering zero, Zippo. zero, zero, zero. Oh, well. Uh, oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. That's, oh, well. That's it. Thank you to everybody on Zoom. Um, get all the shows, as I always say, at chuckandjulie.com, and we'll see you all on Wednesday. And we love you, non supportive parents. Go, non supportive parents. There you go. Thank you. Take care. <laughs>